You're listening to Your Art Friends, Beth Radloff and Andrew Thompson. They're about to have a thoroughly unserious discussion about art. But don't worry, whether you're Da Vinci or the Worst, there's room on this palette for every color. If this is your first time listening to Creatives Brainstorm, be forewarned, because once you start looking at life like an artist, there's no undo button. I'm Beth. And I'm Andrew. And And we're we're your your art art friends. friends. Let's hang out for the duration of the time code. I started taking a sketch comedy class. Yeah? How's it going? It's fun. I've had two sessions so far. Uh, We meet Thursday nights. You guys don't need to know that. I'm writing sketch comedy. I used to perform improv comedy for about five years. Uh, I was up on stages with a bunch of other people my age, just making jokes about our butts. And now I'm making jokes about our butts, but on paper. I'm writing scripts. I've never written scripts before. Oh, that's cool. Do you have any, like, um, ideas of how you're going to translate that into your artwork? Are you going to, you know, use that to write a script for, like, a comic or Yes, actually. I want, well... I don't, I don't, hmm, how much do I share without it feeling like, here's, okay. The fear that I have is that I will yes. say the ideas of what I want to do, and then I won't do them because saying the idea fulfills um, the good feelings. But this is a podcast where we talk about the good ideas. And I want to do that more often because I think some of the most fun I have here is like brainstorming bullshit with you. Yeah. Uh, what I would like this to directly translate to is like worthy style comedy animation that maybe lives on TikTok. Yeah. So if I can start writing simple scripts, simple jokes, and then animating them in simple ways, which maybe one day will become more complex ways, that could that could be a lot of fun. Maybe I take yeah. my hot spring monkeys and just put them in s- silly scenarios. Oh, I cannot wait. I mm-hmm. I one of my favorite things about that piece is just how you have all these interpersonal relationships mapped out amongst all the different monkeys. <laughs> and it's such a fun exercise to to plan out an illustration and to compose an illustration to do that. Small town monkeys. Everybody knows everybody's grandma. <laughs> it's a Midwest Midwest monkey. <laughs> Small town trying to get out. Move to the big city. What would the big city be from Hot Spring Monkeys? Is it like literally Detroit? Like it's literally New York? I, I just thought of just a giant tree. Like that's all it is. Oh, yeah, that's more fun. <laughs> Keep it in the magic world. It's New York, but like in a tree. Yeah. And snakes live there. And, and monkeys never seen snakes before. And they think, oh, no, snakes are bad. But actually, snakes are pretty cool. And one helps them out of a bind. We got this. We're on it. But the comedy class that I'm taking uh, is very silly. It's written by if anybody's any if anybody's watched like Fox's ADHD animations. Um, Eric Moneypenny is my teacher, who, by the way, is on a sketch class with my favorite person, Heather Ann Campbell. She's like who I aspire to be. Uh, he mentions her all the time, and every time my heart jumps into my throat, like oh, my crush. But anyway, 
the way that they write is very, very silly. And so the sketches that I've been writing under Eric's tutelage have been very silly. For instance, uh, the most recent one was what if a moving company that is really good at their job, but they will steal your dildo. Because <laughs> then you can't ask about it. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's the perfect crime. I think the next one I'm going to write is going to be a um, a librarian wrestler. Let's welcome the librarian wrestler into the ring. They, they have to whisper. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you better you better watch out because. I and then the you. other wrestlers like, what was that? Like, shh. Everyone in the audience. <laughs> shh. <laughs> yeah. that's, their, that's her chant. It's like, shh, yeah. shh, shh. And it gets quieter with and quieter. Fee. <laughs> <laughs> it's 50 cents. It's not actually going to be that bad, but it will be in the back of your mind for months. <laughs> it's a, more yeah. of a psychological wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a librarian's power? Pretty much, yeah. To control you through your own sense of politeness. <laughs> yeah. so that's what I've been up to. Nice. I've been, uh, I finally did it. I, I, I renovated a room. Oh, I painted it. I have like an adult bedroom and it dawned on me that it is the first bedroom that I've ever slept in that I have had full control over what it looks like, the colors. I can change the furniture if I so choose. Uh, everything looks like it belongs. It's not a hodgepodge of things that I just have that are in a room that I sleep in. It is now oh actual, a, actually a bedroom. You're, it's a full Pinterest board, but in real life. Yeah. And I'm, oh, I'm, I'm so happy with how it turned out. The, like, the previous owners did a really bad job out in finishing some details. Uh-huh. And as an artist, I am so proud of my paint job. Like Ooh. super crisp lines. The trim is very nice. And I did really well, uh, you know, caulking around everything. And it just looks, oh, chef kiss. Delicious. Oh, that's wonderful. I want I want to see like a I'm proud of my details TikTok from you one of these days <laughs> where you showcase all your adult bedroom things. And yeah. it's not, maybe that's what you call it, adult bedroom things. And people are like, uh-oh. <laughs> it starts off like a thirst trap, but then it's like, yeah. look at this line. <laughs> <laughs> look at this line. Oh look God, at that cocking. It's superb. Superb. Oh my God. Bring me so much joy. I've seen those like trick thirst traps. There was a guy who it's close up on him and he's he's ripping open what looks like a condom wrapper, but it's just it's just a ramen seasoning packet and he pours it with noodles. When it happened, I was like, ooh. Because when it was finally like in the ramen, I was like, oh okay. Oh I'm safe now. Well congratulations, Mr. Adult Bedroom. I have seen photos of it and it really does look great. Yeah, I'd be happy to post some of those on the social media to show Share everybody. your private spaces, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, what are, we, what, are we, what are we talking about this week? We... This is a long time coming, this one. It is. We've been planning this episode for a minute. Yeah. Uh, planning, dreading. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we've all done it or narrowly avoided doing it. We are, of course, talking about drinking paint water. And no, we're not about to drink paint water in this episode. Instead, we have assembled some mixtures that we think resemble paint water. Uh, some of them are internet sensations and other are, others are simply, and you've written here, abominations. <laughs> so we're going to drink at least one abomination tonight. Yeah. There's one wild card that I don't know how it's going to turn out because I off like offhandedly mentioned it in a previous episode and I had to go back through previous episodes and listen to them until <laughs> I found it. And we're going to try that one. So I have no idea how that one's going to taste. But the other one is definitely an abomination. If you're curious what we're talking about, uh, we're going to list them right now with our Would You Rather? Because, Andrew, I'm going to ask you, of the four concoctions that we are going to taste today, I want to, I want to Would You Rather, which one would you drink? And then let's, let's sort of rank them together of what we're excited about and what we're not excited about. So the first one we're going to try is espresso and orange juice. Mm-hmm. Second one we're going to try, Pilk. Oops. You've all heard of it. We all know what it is. And if you're from the Midwest, you might say Pelk. Pelk. It's Pepsi <laughs> and milk. <laughs> Next, the famed one from our previous episode, blended tomatoes and blueberries. Mm. Color's going to be awesome on that one. Yeah, that one's going to look real nice. And then hot cocoa and pickle juice. Mm. Yeah, that one I'm not looking forward to, but I'm sure... It'll look like paint water. <laughs> so would I be safe to put that one at the bottom? Yes, that one is definitely last place on my list. Uh, mm-hmm. First place, I think Pilk. I, I've seen plenty of videos where people are like try it and they seem to like it. I think it's going to be similar to like a vanilla Pepsi combo. Kind I of like thought about that. That kind of a, a vibe. So I'm hoping that's what I get. Uh, from that experience, followed by espresso and OJ. I feel like that one's just one that like really punches you in the face because it's got the like tartness of the OJ and the, the kick of caffeine from the espresso. So you You've know, really thought it's going to give this. me power to get through the rest of the day. Yeah. And then uh, tomatoes and blueberries next because again I threw it out there, not realizing what I did to myself, and now I'm. I don't know how it's going to go. Do you do you hate tomatoes? No, I like tomatoes and I like blueberries. Okay, then you put them together. But those tastes are so different that I'm worried about combining them. I bet I bet we could take tomato and blueberry and make it into quite a lovely drink with some like agave, sugar, yogurt, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know. Maybe some sort of uh, alcoholic beverage for our art bar paint water. Yes. Just add vodka to it. That's all you need to do. <laughs> just, just add a shot of vodka, vodka to the tomato and, and blueberries. And a little bit of tomato and blueberries. Just mix I, You know what? Toma- here's, here's what I think. Simple syrup, yeah. tomato, blueberry, mint, vodka. And you've got a, a muddy mojito. That's not what goes in mojitos. So I have mint and I have vodka and I also have tequila, which I think is what is in mojitos, right? I don't know. Okay, well, we might have to do some Googling in between now and then, but I could potentially make that cocktail after we try just straight tomatoes and blueberries. So maybe that's we'll we'll send everybody off with a sip of our uh, custom 
muddy water cocktail at the end of the episode, eh? Oh, that would be... Why didn't I think of that? What the fuck? We should totally make a cocktail list of muddy color, like muddy paint water cocktails. Yeah. (laughs) Why didn't I think of that? Indeed. It never fails that each week we see someone do something creative that makes us say, why didn't I think of that? And so before we move on with the show, let's applaud those who did it first. Hell yeah. What was yours? Mine is something that got me got me good. Give me a little, little stinky giggle. It's called Rejected Pokemon Part 2. <laughs> nice. I just so, opened it, and this is not what I was expecting. No. I was expecting one of those things where um, the like grandma like guesses the Pokemon names, yeah, or something along those lines. This is infinitely better. Maybe that's why it's so nice because we've seen so many iterations of uh, I draw Pokemon and I don't know what Pokemon are, or drawing Pokemon yeah. from memory, or drawing Pokemon based on their descriptions only. Um, where this one, this is an artist named Hiller Goodspeed, and they just drew. Some fucking weirdos, dude. And they labeled it Rejected Pokemon Part 2. And I love the Part 2 part because I don't know that there's a Part (laughs) 1. That in itself is ingenious marketing. If you just release something and call it Part 2, because then you're going to make people go back through all of the rest of your content to try to find Part (laughs) 1. I am going to start doing this. If you've listened to the show, the notes, Sweaty Cash is running a grift on you. If you see... A Beth B. Rad piece, part two. There's no part one. I'm going, do you remember that like high school? I don't know if you had this experience, but senior year of high school, there's like the senior prank, right? And everybody talks about the famed senior prank that was releasing three pigs into the the school labeled Mm -hmm. one, two, and four. (laughs) (laughs) This is the releasing pigs of art graphs. Did you ever do a senior prank? Ours was so stupid, dude. Our senior prank, we took chairs out into the field and we wrote 2000, what year did I graduate? Nine? 2009 in chairs. And we all sat outside and we intended to do that through the first class period. But then the sprinklers came on and they got us all wet. And then the teachers were like, good job, guys. Your sanctioned senior prank is over. You got to bring all the chairs back in. And so we did. My my class didn't do like a big one, but I did a small one with my art teacher. So my art teacher had this tiny little, um, uh, not Wookie. What are the little guys from Star Wars? Ewoks. Ewoks. Wookie backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> he had he had this tiny little Ewok stuffed plush thing from like McDonald's or something. And it was a running joke that we would occasionally steal the Ewok and then do funny things with it, like attach it to the fan in the art room. So it would just like fly around on the fan. <laughs> um, we one time hit it in a balloon and then filled his like supply room full of balloons and put a sign that said like the Ewok is inside, like find it if that you can. rules. <laughs> but my crowning achievement as a senior was I took it. And I protected it, and then I decided to encase it in a giant homemade hard candy. Like, it was stuck in, like, carbonite, but it was, like, just a, like, 
a couple inches thick and like by probably five inches wide. Just you made a cricket candy. sucker out of your Ewok. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then I and then I left it on his desk for him and he was like I I I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this and he left it in that for a couple years. Wow. Yeah. But that was that was my senior prank. That's cute. I like that better than shares out on the field. But to real quick go back and describe what rejected pokemon part 2 looks like. These have the spirit of a child trying to draw pokemon. Mhm. But knowing that it is a full-grown professional illustrator who has done this and labeled it part two, it makes it so much better. And I'm looking yeah. at a little ice cream cone with a little circle head and a smiley face, but the, co- the, the ice cream part is the sunflower. And I'm looking at a parrot with a nose. There is just a, a goofy snake that's been drawn. We'll share it on Twitter so that you guys yeah. can see. But, like, they're perfectly dumb. My personal favorite is very top right corner, uh, hot dog with what looks like a knife coming out of the bottom of it. I that's the one I thought was a parrot. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a I, I saw a hot dog. I was yeah. When you said a parrot, I was looking all over and I was like, where the fuck is this parrot? That's the, guys, that's the magic of rejected Pokemon part two. The hot dog with a knife coming out of its butt looks like a parrot to me with a nose. Yeah. Let us know what you see. Do you see a parrot? Do you see a hot dog? Or do you see something else? Please see something else. The more interesting (laughs) answer is something else. And I want to know what it is. (laughs) So what's yours? Uh, Mine I've dubbed tax glasses. And it's a TikTok. (gasps) So to describe it for everybody, uh, it is a, a, a young woman who has glasses and she's taken a wrapper from a straw and wrapped it around her face and it's right underneath her eyes. And she says, these are my math glasses because learning math is hard. And she's teary eyed and she was like, they catch my tears. (laughs) And I related to that because that is how I feel every year when I do taxes. Oh, my God. So I call Did that you know, my tax classes. <laughs> I started therapy because of taxes last year. Damn. That was my breaking point. I had a mel- I had a, uh, a break. I broke. Taxes broke me last year. Mike was like, I'm going to help you find somebody to talk to. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Losing it. And then I was talking to him recently. I was like, hey, therapist, <laughs> I'm upset because taxes are coming back and I feel... I don't feel any more equipped than I did last year yeah. having taken therapy for a full year. And he was like, what you going to do? <laughs> I love that. That was his response. I'm not a CPA. I'm your, I'm <laughs> he's like, I'm your therapist. I don't do your taxes. Yeah. I don't, I'm, Shit, that I don't was know. not my job. I can't fix that for you. <laughs> what if he was just like, bro, same. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was. Maybe he was having a hard time keeping it in and just projected onto me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very funny. That's My heart goes out to you, ma'am. Yeah. Good idea. It's, Good it's coping ingenious. mechanism. To quickly go back to our list of drinks, you have said in order of most desiring to least desiring, Pilk, Espresso OJ, Tomato Blueberry, Hot Cocoa Pickle Juice, And I mostly echo that. I would just flip the first two. I am most excited for espresso orange juice, Pepsi milk, tomato blueberry, hot cocoa pickle juice. 
Um, but I have not thought about them nearly as much as you have. You're like, I think when we mix these, they will taste like a vanilla Coke. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, open my mouth, put it in. Let's see. <laughs> I've had a lot of time to think while, uh, you know, just mindlessly rollering uh, paint onto walls and ceilings. Ah, so and that's what you I've think about is think, the the taste of pilk. I think about everything. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Let's start. We're starting with espresso orange juice and then pilk. Let's go make our drinks. Sounds like you've prepped a couple shots. I have come with one empty glass and all uh, of my... Yes, I did. I, I measured everything out. I've used exactly two tablespoons of each ingredient. Wow. This is so scientific. It's like art. Sometimes you can measure things out and do everything super methodically. Then other times you just throw a fucking paint at it and see what happens. <laughs> I'm kind of the paint at it, see what happens, girl, because right <laughs> now there's hair at the bottom of my glass. One moment. <laughs> Yeah, that we can't have that uh, distort our findings. Okay, espresso and orange juice. I don't have rich people stuff in order to brew espresso at home. So instead, I have gone to the local um, Amazon Fresh and purchased a cold brew, high brew coffee, double espresso. So there's a lot of espresso in here, but there's also... Reduced fat milk, cane sugar, pectin, and potassium phosphates. I tried to find an espresso that was the cleanest thing, and this was the closest I could get. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder how much the milk will interact with the OJ. We'll find out. Uh, and I'm going with uh, instant espresso because I, too, am not a fancy rich person who has an espresso machine. Uh, and I also am using no pulp, no sugar added OJ. Same. Just looking at this and the color of it, if it were a drink at paint water, I think I would call this underpainting. Ah, so mine is end of the session brown. <laughs> our, the colors of our cocktails here are different. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the <laughs> milk in yours versus different. not the milk in mine. <laughs> right? Yeah, my espresso was a little bit milkier. Uh, yeah. So... Andrew's is like a dark brown, a beautiful, rich, dark brown. It's a burnt umber. Mine's like the color of wet sand. <laughs> that is a really spot on description. <laughs> oh, it's like the shadows in blonde hair when you paint blonde hair. Because yeah. blonde is so hard to paint because it's always like the shadows are kind of green. Mm -hmm. Like that's the, that's your that's your drink. My drink is kind of green. Bottoms up, you guys. Okay, here we go. <laughs> One, two, three. Uh, huh. Huh? Mm. Mm. That is a whole lot of huh? tart and sour. I... Ooh. Uh. I think it needs more OJ to make it. I like think mine needs less OJ. Yeah, that, that espresso is real strong. We're having the opposite... <laughs> this is really interesting. <laughs> Mine tastes predominantly of orange juice yeah. with like a bitter, weird coffee aftertaste. It sounds like yours tastes predominantly of espresso mm -hmm. with some sour notes. Yeah. Um, 
How would we rank? Okay, let's let's do a scale. Yeah. One one being, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth, and ten being, can my spit taste like this every day, all day? <laughs> <laughs> where oh, does this? God. Where would where would you put this one? I would say three and a half, maybe a four. All right, I'm giving it a five. This is right down the middle. Don't love it. Don't hate it. I can drink more of it if I need to. I don't know that I would elect to with this particular combination of things. Yeah. I might change my number after we do round two. Yeah, dude, if this, if this is a three and a half for you. Yeah. Oh, like I might <laughs> I might need to adjust this one based on those ones. It's a sliding scale, right? Yeah. I wanted to love that. Oh, oh, all of the coffee aficionados on TikTok are like, this is the best way to drink your espresso. And so I think next time I go over to James Gressel, our podcast daddy's house, who does own an espresso machine, I'm taking my 365 Whole Foods Market organic 100% orange juice, no pulp, not from concentrate. And I'm going to mix it with the good stuff and see what happens. Hell yeah. And get him to try it too. I want to I know what he thinks. That's one off the list. Okay. Next one, we got milk. <laughs> Pepsi milk. Uh, I'm going with diet pilk. Uh, so I have diet Pepsi mixed with almond milk. Andrew's our variant taster because I went right up, right up the center. I've got yeah. regular Pepsi. Yeah. Crack it open. I haven't had a Pepsi since I was like 10. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, a Coca-Cola drinker. See, I saw this as an excuse to buy uh, soda because I don't normally buy soda. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to buy Do you say soda? Thing. I do. I used to say, my family was a Coke family where we would just call everything Coke growing ah. up. And then in college, I realized that was weird. So I changed myself. We're a pop family. I'm a mm. pop, pop girl. Ooh, <laughs> my first taste of Pepsi in a while reminds me of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom drank Pepsi growing up. Oh, okay. Pepsi reminds me of my mom and of gas stations. Because I feel like road tripping, you'd go to a gas station, you would grab something to drink. Pepsi was sometimes what you would grab. It, it, I don't drink Pepsi at home. I drink yeah. it at gas stations. <laughs> Only at gas uh, stations. You got to check the whole thing before you leave. <laughs> Andrew's got almond milk. I went to this Amazon Fresh and I got the smallest... Realist milk that they had, which is Alexandra Family Farm Organic A2A2 Milk Vet Pasteurized Extra Creamy Top. Ooh. So we'll see how this goes. This is gonna... I, I'm interested to see how this mixes. So let's compare. Again, our colors are off. Mine looks a little gray. Yes. Mine is the color beige that we hate. <laughs> I Hmm... I would call mine, if it was a drink for paint water, I would call it war French gray. I would call it French gray. Ooh, ooh, that's lovely. I would call mine... I, the worst things are coming into my brain. Like, uh, baby skin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, Beth. Why is nobody ordering the baby skin drink? <laughs> I don't know, Andrew. It's beyond me. 
can't be the um, name. You know, I gotta stay true to myself. This is making me think of baby skin. That's a. Uh... <laughs> Uh, if, if, if you're out there and you make a bar that's art themed and you call a drink baby skin, let us know, please. Let us know. You won't, but if you do, Probably not, let us know. Yeah. Uh, this smells nice. Ooh, it does. It smells quite lovely. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh no. Oh, I hate Oh, it. I like mine. Oh, I no. like it. This is firmly, this isn't a, I don't want this to be my spit, <laughs> but it's definitely high. That's nice. It's kind of like, it reminds me of a, like, um, a, a, like a float, like a root beer float, but it's okay. like melted and mixed yes. in. Yes. That's what it makes me think of. I like it way better thinking about it that way. <laughs> thinking about it as an up and down drink though, bad. Weird sour milk is what it made me think of. Like the Ooh. carbonation in yeah. um, maybe the whole, maybe the almond milk is the way to go. Cause the carbonation mixed with the creamy, fatty uh, dairiness of this milk really made me think of like, you should not be drinking this. This yeah. has gone bad. It's ferment. This is fermented milk. That's <laughs> paint water that set out for a couple days before you started, before you accidentally drank it. It's paint water that smells bad. Yeah. But like you said, if you think about it like a uh, float, I could imagine it like an alcoholic version of this is just like add Bailey's. Yeah, dude. Pilk. Hey, Pilk, you're wrong. You know what you should do? Root beer and milk. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> root beer and milk's really good. Do you like root beer, but not like ice cream? Well, we've got the solution for you. <laughs> yeah. Real. to think of. <laughs> Rebilk. <laughs> Rebilk. It doesn't really roll off the tongue the way that pilk does. Does pilk roll off the tongue? I feel like you kind of like go Bleh, when you say pilk. <laughs> On that like, note, let me finish my baby skin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ugh, mm. I don't like it. <laughs> Pilk's not for me. Yeah. Pilk's not for me. Uh, if I gave the last one a five, I'm giving this one a four. I do 7.5 or an 8. Wow. Give me the, the diet almond milk variation, please. Diet I'm very pilk, curious. <laughs> I do. You know what? Round two. I do have almond milk downstairs. Okay. Let's, let's find out if that's the deal breaker. Meanwhile, I'm just going to enjoy my diet Pepsi while Beth is getting her almond milk. All right. I took the lactose out of the pilk. It looks a little bit more like mine now. It does. Less yeah. baby skin, more... What did you call yours? French, French gray. gray. <laughs> uh, it's a bit grainier. Yeah. That was one thing I noticed with the almond milk is it like almost looked like uh, one of those uh, toys with like the glitter water where you like shake it up and it like... Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I didn't know how else to 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 explain that on an audio no, you're right. podcast. You're 100 right. All right, round two. Let's see how almond milk fares. Pill. Let's go. I still don't like it. You know what? It's a little yeah. bit more palatable for me. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I would give this a five. This is the same. 
I have the same emotional reaction to this one as I did to the orange juice mm. espresso that I tried. Yeah. Just eh, don't like it. Like wouldn't it would be okay to have it again? Wouldn't elect to have it again? Yeah, like if someone was like, "Hey, here's a pilk," and handed it to you, and it was already made, you would politely drink it like a good Midwesterner. But I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I give that straight down the line uh, a five. Man, something about dairy, sour dairy. No, no. <laughs> but I like yogurt. Yeah. What if I mixed yogurt and Pepsi? <laughs> As somebody who was desperate in college and used yogurt instead of like cream or something in his coffee. Ooh. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Thank, um, thank you for your wisdom. That was during the time in my life when I couldn't drink coffee without cream or milk in it. But you didn't and have I any cream desperate. or milk. Yeah, I see. And I was also stubborn, so I drank it. What if you had discovered something really special, though? You know, like I admire the ingenuity. I admire the the risk taking. I'm sorry that it didn't turn out. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I am courageous and a risk taker. We've been employed by the great artist council, Roy, G, and Biv. To write Prophetic, the weekly artist newsletter, a super real and secret publication that proves that art talent is actually just magic, and the only way to know how to use it is to have a subscription. Hell yeah. Uh, And this week, I put together a list, since we were doing all these uh, taste tests and whatnot, I made a list of art-themed restaurant names. Okay. And if you're listening out there and you want to start a, a restaurant and you want it to be art themed, go for it. All that I ask is that I get one free meal. One free meal. And you name one of the dishes after Andrew. Yes. So let's let's hear them. What are your what are your art themed restaurants? And sorry, sorry to all of the artists out there who are not interested in opening up a restaurant this week. Take a breather. Take a vacation. Go recharge your batteries elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, so number one, my favorite one is churro scuro (laughs) (laughs) and it is a churro place first instinct churro scuro it's a cute little pop-up taco stand it's not tacos it's churros but it's a truck right Mm -hmm. but what if it was a restaurant and you go in and churro scuro means light and dark right yeah so the experience of entering this restaurant is an experience of immersing yourself in light and in darkness. So the foyer, it's daytime, only open during the day. You walk into the foyer. It is so dark that your eyes, you can't see nothing. Your eyes have to adjust the low light of the foyer where people dressed in all black are standing, waiting to take you to your table. Uh, (laughs) You give them the number of people who are going to be dining with them today, with you. And they say, yes please follow me. And they take you through a tunnel and the tunnel is blindingly white again. (laughs) (laughs) So bright. And then down into a deep dungeon where it's so dark and then up (laughs) into the sky, into like a skylight tunnel where it's bright again. And your eyes, the whole time, your eyes are dilating, 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 trying to figure out what, what the constant's going to be. And the whole time they're just feeding you churros. Yeah. 
And you don't sit down because it's not a restaurant so much as it's an experience. And they don't serve you anything but churros. So why sit down to eat a churro? And it even gets better because they ask you to rate and describe your experience of each churro in each setting. And then at the end, you find out that you just had the same churro in each each one. But because oh of your God. experience in the dark versus in the blinding light, you have different experiences and it's like simultaneous contrast. And then you're like, whoa. Yeah. And then it spawns like this whole banana subculture of people who believe that your taste buds change depending on the dilation of your eyes. And that won't be true. But enough people on the Internet will think it's true because TikTok spreads misinformation really easily. <laughs> and we have created a new thing to be worried about. <laughs> Good idea, Andrew. Hell yeah. Churro, churro, skiro. <laughs> Number two. Okay. Contrapasta. <laughs> <laughs> so contraposta is when you stand. How would you describe this? When you stand with like your hip is angled and your shoulders are angled in a way that creates a fan shape. I would describe it as looking cool without thinking about looking cool. Like posing you're with a jacket on. You're it's probably the standing. It's the, the David. David. Yeah. When you stand with all of your weight on one leg. Contraposta. Mm -hmm. yeah. But contrapasta is it's the just, noodle place. Yeah. But all the noodles, all the weight is just in one spot. <laughs> it's a noodle place <laughs> where half your plate ain't got shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the negative space. It's all Beth. about the negative space. What if the um all the tables are tilted just a little bit? So when oh. they serve you they're like your drinks and things, all your drinks are angled and oh, the food that would is slouching. Be really cool actually. But then the chair is slouching the other way. So it kind of causes you to have to <laughs> fuck up your back while you're eating. <laughs> I'm so mad that we already did wait a time. <laughs> I just want to experience that. That would be so cool. <laughs> Food pop up, contra pasta. Number three uh, is blooming unione, and unione is yeah. A, you got to walk me through this yeah. one. I <laughs> <laughs> this, this one this I went one. real deep on like classical art techniques. Yeah, and uh, unione is a, a technique similar to sfumato. Uh, but is what? more useful for the edges of churroscuro, where what? vibrant colors are involved. As I'm with... an artist and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see here. I will also define sfumato, because sfumato <laughs> is another uh, painting thing. And also, it's coming up soon. Sfumato sounds like an Italian dish. Sfumato and unione are one of, or are both canonical painting modes of the Renaissance. Um, and sfumato is a painting technique for softening the transition between colors. So think the Mona Lisa. So it's this idea that um, as light wraps around something that is round and smooth, that uh, it it's very soft and it pushes that feeling. Um, and unione is similar to that, but it really focuses on uh, the vibrancy of color within that. How does that translate to a fried food? 
My thing is that it's so it's blooming onions, but it's like multiple levels of uh, the the oil, and they put food coloring in it. So it's a gradient of color on the blooming onion. So it almost looks like a flower. And also, the way that each layer of the onion is is fried. I'm not a chef. Mm-hmm. I can cook. I can't imagine how you would fucking do this. <laughs> yes, I can. <gasps> I got it. Okay. The way that you batter each tier of the onion is different. So the outer tier is battered with perhaps more breadcrumbs or a, a denser batter. And as you gradate into the middle, you get thinner and thinner and less and less detailed, as well as adding those food colorings. Uh, and so the experience of eating it will transition from the outside in gently and smoothly from uh, rough and tumble purple to sweet and delicate pink. Just like baby skin. <laughs> Just like baby skin. And then number four, I have tomato sfumato. <laughs> We say silly words now. You just have we're just having a fun time. Uh, Is this supposed to be tomato spumante? No, it's like tomato tomato, but tomato spumato. That's not a dish. <laughs> but it's just like all tomato themed things. So it's like everything in the menu has tomatoes in it. Cute. And my last one involves a famous artist name. And uh, this last one is called Vermeer and Schmear, and it's a bagel place. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. Hey, Beth. Yes, Andrew? Can I tell you about color? Give me what you got. So this is kind of a game, but it's 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 high stakes. Uh, it's all or nothing. Um, when do you think the first synthetic food dye was created? And you can ballpark. You can be within, I'll say, 20 years. Bonus points if you get the color right, too. OK, so synthetic meaning not natural. Correct, because. In my research, uh, we have been coloring foods naturally with, you know, um, different plants, different uh, like rinds of fruits and things like that, like oranges, that kind of thing. Um, but this is the first synthetic food dye. Can I get a hint? Otherwise, I feel like I'm just swinging at the sky. I'm just shooting a cloud. Hmm. That I can't see. I'm trying to think how I can give you a hint. Let me let me do a little Google. Like, search. what were we trying? Like, why did scientists wear white coats when it happened? Is it weirdly recent? Was it like the 1960s? No, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. It, it, that doesn't count. I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Okay. So I looked up a list of fun facts that are related to the U.S. within that time frame, um, that decade. And uh, one of the facts is Alicia Otis installs the first elevator. Oh, 1800s. You said within 20 years? Yeah. 1840. 
You're within the 20 year mark. It was 1856. Yeah! Uh, I did it. And so as early Elevators. as 1856, William Henry Perkin was credited with discovering the first synthetic organic dye. And what do you think the color is? Red. It is in the red family. It is mauve. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, I got it. Yeah, all or nothing. I alled. Yeah, you got it. Good job. Interesting. Ma, I, I did not expect it to be red because it's so easy to dye things red with natural dyes. That, like, why would they want to go red first? Maybe it was, like, a more vibrant red. I couldn't find why red was the first one. Maybe it was yeah. just the easiest one to make, and then they kind of took what they learned from there. This dude's like, just my favorite color. I'm going to figure <laughs> it out. That was me not too long ago <laughs> when when maroon was my favorite color and branding color. You invented the first synthetic maroon dye? What? Yeah, uh, my name is actually William Henry Perkin. Holy shit. Yeah. You're, you look great. So round two, it's it's the thing you've all been waiting for. We're going to try some weird paint water mixtures uh, and let you know if we would, in fact, prefer to drink these instead of paint water. (sighs) And those drinks are tomatoes and blueberries blended together and hot chocolate and pickles. And will I, Andrew? Yes. Should I blend the pickles with the pickle juice in my hot chocolate. How about this? Because we both did something a little bit different last time. How about we both do something a little bit different this time? So if you want to go the blend pickles with pickle juice into Want is the an interesting word. Okay. <laughs> you can do that. I was thinking I was going to go with pickle juice mixed in with the hot chocolate, but then a pickle attached to the glass as a garnish. How does that change the flavor? <laughs> I don't know. It looks nice. <laughs> It's the presentation. Oh, I have a name for that drink. It's going to be a polished turd. I got to (laughs) go. I'm not excited. Me neither. (laughs) Let's get into it. Okay. So... Which one should we start with? Should we start oh, with... Oh, we should start with the tomatoes and blueberries. Okay. <laughs> Definitely, we're going to start with the tomatoes and blueberries. Because what's coming after that... Do you, or do you want to finish on a strong note? Do you want to finish no. with a better thing? No, I want to finish... I want to take as much time as possible before I need to do what needs to be done. Oh, yours looks... Mine doesn't pour. What? What? Okay, I I did add a little <laughs> bit of water so I could drink mine. I did not, and I didn't realize that it would turn into a jelly. But it is pretty thick still. <laughs> can I turn this over my head? Oh, wow. I can hold it upside down. <laughs> I can hold my blueberries and tomato drink upside down. So you're going to eat yours? <laughs> yep. Oh, it's turned into an oobleck. <laughs> mm, science project. Hey, I made a blizzard. <laughs> oh, no, you made a jello shot. That's what we serve at uh, at paint water. It's a jello shots, but it's that. <laughs> All right. So I went with uh, good old organic blueberries and cherry tomatoes. Same. Same. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I thought, you know, similar sized things here. We're going to go for yeah, consistency. Yeah. 
And I know cherry tomatoes are a little bit sweeter than a standard tomato, which I thought would add to the experience. What I didn't think would add to the experience or would be the experience at all is this curiously jello-like texture. Yeah. You have me curious now. I'm going to touch mine. Huh. How how oobleky did yours get? Uh, It's a little bit like when when I pulled my finger away from it, I was surprised at the lack of fluid attached to my finger after touching it. That is so strange to me. That's I, made like, I made natural jello. <laughs> what the hell? I'm I did not add water. Genuinely amazed at this fun <laughs> science lesson. <laughs> Arguably, it's a pretty color. Mine's very mauvish purple. I think if this was a drink served at paint water, since it's got tomatoes in it, I'm thinking a variation of a Bloody Mary, and we call it the William Henry Perkin. Who's that? The creator of the synthetic dye, Mauve. Oh, how charming. (laughs) It's all coming back. Uh, I would say it smells mostly of tomato. Yes, very strong tomato smell. By the way... This poured liquid. This did not pour jelly. (laughs) That's what really has me baffled because mine too, when I poured it, was much more liquid. I think we we slurp it up. Okay. In three, two, one. Uh, Only half of mine came out. It's not bad. I think if it, for me personally, if it had a little bit more sugar in it. Yeah. Or actually it could go the other way. It could be more tart. Yeah. It needs to go one or the other. I don't think it's bad. Dude. Okay. Ready? Here's my recipe. Here's what I think this needs. So I have mine in a little, um, a, a pretty little shooter glass. And I think if half of this glass was this kind of tomato blueberry jelly. And then mm-hmm. there was like a thin layer of either rhubarb or raspberry or plum, like tart, bright compote. Mm-hmm. And then a sweet cream or custard on the top. Ooh. It would be really good. That would be good. And, and I'm almost imagining it because of how solid yours got. <laughs> For everybody listening and beth just straight up ate a piece of hers it wasn't a drink it was (laughs) ate a clump of it there's a hole in my drink now it's like pudding like this consistency of pudding there's a hole where my tongue went but i would imagine this to actually not be a drink and be more of a dessert so it comes with a little spoon yeah i agree and then maybe it's the um like the whipped topping that you were talking about. Maybe it's one of those um, alcoholic uh, whipped creams on top. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give that one a six. Yeah, I put it. I, it definitely ranks higher than espresso and OJ. So I would Big probably surprise. put it at maybe a f- five. Yeah, nothing's really nothing's really a thing that we want to go back to. <laughs> Not really. I think, <laughs> honestly, Pilk, I'm tempted to try an alcoholic version of Pilk. Do you find that things taste better when you put alcohol in them? No, it's just I've added to my like liquor collection. That's like a thing I've wanted to do as an adult. 
after I passed 30 was like to have like, you know, several bottles of hard liquor that I can just like occasionally make cocktails for friends. So you're excited about your new toys. That's what this is. A little bit. Yeah. (laughs) You're just finding any opportunity to add alcohol to something, not because you want to, just because you want to like stretch that muscle. A little bit. That's fun. (laughs) (sighs) Now on to... The thing we're regretting and that I'm sure all of you are excited for us to try. Are you sure? We, do we have to? Guys, when I say, when I open the blender after mixing pickle juice and hot cocoa, involuntarily, my body made the words, oh no, <laughs> come out of my mouth. I took a whiff and I went, oh, oh, no. I didn't smell it yet. So I've, I've kept it at like arm's length. <sighs> but I did try to make mine look nice. And I'm still standing by calling it the polished turd because I have the pickle garnish on the side of it. Your drinks have consistently looked very nice. Um, again, I have something the color of baby skin. Ooh, yeah, yours is a... Did you make your hot chocolate with um, milk or water? Um, the hot chocolate was made with milk. Okay. And so I did not make it. Amazon Fresh made it. Uh, Here's the disappointing part. Yeah. When I drink the hot cocoa just by itself right now, ready? Mm-hmm. Hmm. A little light on the chocolate, this hot cocoa. <laughs> so it's just a lot of milk. I'm about to drink oh. some... <laughs> Mostly I'm about to drink some milk pickles. I'm sorry. <laughs> some chocolate milk pickles. And the smell, you guys, is so bad. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Oh, you're smelling it. I don't hate the smell. <laughs> wow. We're about to have two very dramatically different experiences, I think. Um, what the pickles did you use? Bad. I used, um, the, it was called Sucker Punch Classic Dill. All right. And they are quite spicy. I'm using Bubbies. <laughs> I like the name. That's why I bought it. Bubbies. I'm using Bubbies Baby Kosher Dill Pickles. I did blend the pickles in mine. Two pickles. Okay. I did not blend the pickle for, for the listeners. I have a pickle garnish that is a pretty large pickle. It goes all the way to the bottom. Okay. Well, cheers, my guy. Bottoms up. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Nope. Smell? Oh, okay. no. Taste? Mm, no. <laughs> no. Ah. <laughs> uh. 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 I think I'd rather drink paint water than that. Yep, we found it. We found the limit. That's a one from me, dog. Yeah, no. That's what I imagine my coffee that I forget in my studio for several days that starts to grow a little bit of mold on it. That's what I imagine it tastes like. Yeah. You know, when you're walking down a city street and you see some like gutter water that's kind of collected some some mysterious colors. And it has that weird kind of rainbow sheen on top because it's clearly has like oil or some the film nasty shit in it. Yeah, that's uh, that's the experience that I just had in my mouth. I will not be taking another sip. Yeah, I'm not finishing it. Not finishing it. I'm afraid to eat the pickle. But I, I, I'm going to eat the pickle because you, you blended up pickles. Thank you. You drank so much more than I did. 
So I'm going to finish the pickle. Cleanse the cocoa from your mouth. Okay. What I just experienced was a gradient that went from disgusting to like, okay. Would you call it a union nay? <laughs> An unione pickle? An unione pickle? <laughs> uh, yes. Because it went from the disgusting chocolate pickle mix to progressively less chocolate and also progressively colder because it started off kind of warm pickle. Oh, oh, yours was warm. Yeah, I, I did warm. I did hot chocolate. I did old hot chocolate, which meant not warm hot chocolate. We're just, you know, giving a spectrum for our listeners. Yeah. And the spectrum of this particular drink is all bad. One. Absolutely. A one. I am not going to change my my number for espresso OJ. Okay. I'm not either. I'm sticking um, to it. Yeah. We've got our rankings. But before we end this, we've talked about him plenty on the show. We've never had him on the show. But my husband, Mike Sagan. The booming velvety voice at the beginning of our show and at the end of the show. Has agreed to also taste and rank these four concoctions. So we're going to get him on here. I'm going to go prep prep a, a a flight let's say for him to enjoy in the order that we did and we'll see what he says now welcoming to our show another art friend my husband how you doing i'm all right how are you guys very good now that we are done with what we just did yeah i have four glasses in front of me all with liquid that I think looks okay. One looks like um, eggnog. (laughs) (laughs) One looks like chocolate milk. One looks like a strawberry, like a strawberry smoothie. And the other one looks like eggnog, but like old eggnog. Here's a question that I have for you, Mike. Would you like us to tell you what these drinks are before you taste them or not? No. No, I feel like if you tell me what they are, then I will start thinking of what they are. Like, it's going to influence. What am I doing on this show? Why am I here? (laughs) (laughs) This is our paint water episode where we drink things that look like paint water. How does the strawberry one look like paint water? What kind of flecks of stuff? Do you use flecks of gold? It's like dry paint? paint at the bottom when you like don't clean it out totally and then you're yeah. mix, you're cleaning your brush Ew. and it, it takes well, those little flecks of paint off the bottom of the glass okay. and then it's like floating throughout i can yeah, see that paint chunkies mm. yeah. all right so i'm drinking paint water but not you're drinking paint water yeah welcome to our bar these are our <laughs> these are our um yeah. you're you're our test subject you've just yeah walked into a brand new bar called paint water it's art themed it all the drinks are served with a tiny little paintbrush in them. Great. And we just we, we just need your feedback, I think, because this is our starting menu and we want to make sure that uh, our customers are pleased. So in order of the drinks that I have presented to you and for the listeners, that's going to be the same order that we ourselves drink them. Um, please enjoy and audibly react to each one in turn. Are any of these alcoholic? None of them are alcoholic. Okay. Although Andrew is really desperate to make them all alcohol. I was wondering if I had to provide my ID at this new bar of yours. But <laughs> if I don't. You, if oh. you have any suggestions, we are open to them. 
I'm drinking the one that looks the most like chocolate milk. <laughs> I'm so nervous now. Okay. I don't like the aftertaste of that one, but it tastes a little bit like mocha. Uh-huh. Yeah, that uh, that tastes a little painty. <laughs> like we that. did not give you actual paint. Just okay. We did All not right. do that. <laughs> None of these will poison you. Yeah. We rated them from a scale of of one to ten. One being uh, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life, and ten being I wish that the inside of my mouth tasted like this twenty four seven. How would you rate that first drink? I'd say, I'd say a five. Like I okay. I drank it, and I would not like another sip. Mm-hmm. But I tolerated it. Yeah. So my, I guess yeah, that- to preface my fears of this, uh, years ago, Beth and I did a Bean Boozled challenge. And that was the absolute worst thing I've ever done in my life. Um, those are those jelly beans where some of them taste like normal jelly beans and some of them taste like your boogers. Mm. Yes. Skunk, baby. Baby diapers was fine. Vomit was gross. So I'm I'm going in Wait, with baby like, diapers was fine. Yeah, it was <laughs> right because that was just a, or was ba- that baby, baby powder? powder? He mm. means baby powder. Baby powder. Baby powder. Okay, <laughs> okay. Whoops. Yeah, ba- baby shit. Fine. It's Vomit though didn't years. like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, we're a family who likes to enjoy baby skin. So, <laughs> so this one, this this next one, number. Two looks a little bit chalky. I said initially this one looked like a little bit like eggnog. Um, oh, I, I do want to tell you uh, what you just drank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. I just skipped over it. <laughs> what did I do drink? Do you want to take a guess? Well, the first one tastes a little bit like mocha. mocha so I'm going to assume that there's a little bit of coffee flavoring or some kind of coffee drink. Um, the second flavor that I tasted, I cannot describe. Wow. Cool. Yeah, you're halfway there. Okay. So that one is espresso, espresso. and orange juice. And orange juice. That's a weird so it is a little bit tangy. I can I can yeah. I get that. Second one. Looks a little bit chalky. Looks a little bit like medicine. The consistency is watery. Um <laughs> and not medicine like. I'm not gonna guess what this one is. I'm going to just try it. So uh, so right off the bat, that one that one has a smell to it. <laughs> take a take a proper drink. I saw that. No, it's no, a no, no, sippy no. Sip. No, there's carbonation in there for sure. Yes, there is. Okay, two sips is fine for me. Um, <laughs> weird. The second taste was better. So far, you're aligning with Beth like oh, almost tit for tat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I also gave the first one a five. Oh, that's why we're married. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're so aligned. Um, so there's some sort of carbonation in this drink. This one also seems tangy. It seems like there's like lemons or limes in there. So if carbonation, potentially Sprite, not Sierra Mist. No, definitely not Sierra Mist. We w- I would never feed you that swill. Yeah. <laughs> No, never. I would. Strong said, feelings I about love Sierra you too Mist, much. Huh? It's just the worst. It's it's worse than Seven Up. Everyone knows that about the clear limey beverages. Yeah. It's been years since I've had the clear limey beverages, so I can't honestly remember the difference between all three of those. Then believe your elders. Yeah, 
I used to get Sierra Mist at the bowling alley. It, uh, going back to this, <laughs> it's making me a little burpy, and I don't like it. What is this? So that is pilk. Oh, Pepsi and milk? Yep. Mm. Pepsi and milk. Tastes a little bit citrus to you. How fun. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's making a face. No, I don't like this. <laughs> no, I think I no, I think I would do the coffee one again over over this. So I think I would rate this lower. I think I would rate this because of the way my stomach is feeling right now, I think I would rate this a two. Oh. Yeah, I don't want this again. I'm it's like I'm getting acid reflux from this. I don't want this again. <laughs> okay. So well, then maybe the next drink will help soothe your acid reflux. <laughs> okay, so this one is for sure <laughs> strawberries. For sure. But I don't know why. I don't know what is making it brown. And it's turned in. I can turn this upside down <laughs> like a blizzard. Is that something that I should be able to do with this drink? Why is it now gelatinous? Did I wait too long to consume this? Nope, that's nope. how I had it too. <laughs> yep. Do you and lick Beth it? Beth even flipped it over and it did not fall out. <laughs> like I'm shaking it and it's slightly jiggling. I, I really want to know what causes it to do that. Must be the strawberries. He's doing it. He's tasting it. I couldn't. He's getting in there. Hold on. I'm gonna have to put my I'm gonna have to put my tongue in there. <laughs> if that were cold, I would eat it with a spoon. Yep. Hmm. Um, kind of like a yep. sorbet. Oh, but I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that aftertaste though. It's tingling my tongue. What the? What is that? Are you allergic to tomatoes or blueberries? Because that's what that is. Oh, that's strawberry tomatoes and blueberries. No, it's just, just tomatoes, tomatoes and, blueberries. and blueberries. Oh, I don't. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> what? <Why? laughs> You liked it fine. Yeah, but the aftertaste is repulsive. Repulsive. Like I could put a mask on right now, go to the grocery store and be like, my breath smells, I might pass out. Ah. The dent that I made in it is disgusting too. Like I had to lick it. (laughs) It's bleeding. (laughs) It's bleeding. Drink the juice, Sagan. Vampire that up. (laughs) No. The one I made, I added water to mine, and over time, it has solidified even more. Because before, I could go like this, and it would move. We found natural jello. Ew. (laughs) One to ten, love. (laughs) I think I will rate this one a two as well. Wow. Yeah. Before he knew about the tomatoes, guys, I think he was aiming for a six, but then... Once there was no strawberries in his brain, there was no love for the jello. Well, this one, this one gradually lowered itself. I see. Uh, both with the information activist. and the lingering tongue tingling after effects of this. Well, I guarantee you that the next drink will eliminate all of the tongue tingling from this one. What does that mean? So this one looks <laughs> more like eggnog and it is very bubbly. It looks like it has like a... Like a film on top. I also needed to tell everybody that Mike's nose is a little bit stuffed just all the time. So he didn't have any warning. <laughs> There's pickles in that. <laughs> and ketchup? 
<laughs> no, but there are pickles. Your palate is fascinating. Pickles, but what else? What makes it light brown? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a good hint. Yeah. yeah. Potatoes? No. That might be a better drink. Hmm. All I can taste is the pickles. Mm, it's pickle forward. It's pickle forward. Yes, it is. Because my bre- like my mouth still feels like a pickle. It will for quite some time. What is it? It's a hot cocoa. Mixed with pickles. Hot chocolate and pickles. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd rate it a seven. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Andrew, do you have an artist you want to share this week? I gotta knock this boy off the show. Why? Drink it again. Are you kidding me? I like pickles. Your boy likes pickles. My boy likes pickles. You know what? I think if these drinks were colder, I think they would all go up plus one. Ah, the room temperature is really good in your coat. Yeah, I like cold drinks. Uh, I do not like room temperature drinks. But yeah, I think that one, I would drink a third time. None of these I would drink a third time, but the pickle one I would. Astonishing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So uh, how did you rate our our paint water bar? How did I rate it? Yeah. How did you enjoy I your time here? Two twos, a seven, and a five. Four and a half out of ten stars. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a I didn't hate it but I will not be returning yeah or, we gotta or go like, back to the drawing board well I would return D. I'd return if it, it like with friends is like a hey you uh, gotta check out this weird quirky bar the novelty and then okay. they like my out of state friends and then they would come they would be like oh this bar was so weird that's kind of what we were going for yeah it's like a gallery show. You know, you go once, you experience it. You maybe bring a friend to see the thing that you saw. But are you coming back a third time? You rated it a four, so probably not. No. I think you got something here, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for having you. What? Thanks for having Mike. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. <laughs> thanks for having me at your strange bar. I will be giving it a decent <laughs> Yelp review. I look forward to cleaning your pilk glass. Yeah, I'm going to go bring all these downstairs. Ugh. All right. leave, leave the tomato blueberry thing, because I actually have an idea. Should I put it in the fridge? <laughs> yeah, put it in the I'll fridge. I'll put it in the fridge. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on. I, I love you. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Do you have an artist you want to share this week? I do. I came across this artist on TikTok where I seem to live nowadays. Uh, their name is Alex Yanes. And at first I looked at the TikTok and I was like, this account needs way more followers. I think it was like a thousand followers on TikTok. Um, and then I went to his Instagram and your boy has a ton of followers on Instagram and he makes really cool 3D installations that are like pop culture, really bright colors, really pleasing finishes on all of the sculptures. Um, And on TikTok, you get to see the process of how they're made and how he cuts each piece out of wood, starts off with a sketch, um, sands everything, and then 
either stains it or paints it. And, oh, it's so crisp and clean, and I love it. This is beautiful. It's like collage pop art totems. Yeah, it's really, really interesting, and I I haven't seen anything like this. Great pick. You can tweet at us at Your Art Friends, and you can also email us at yourartfriendspod at gmail.com. My name is Beth. Beth B. Rad is where you can find me all over the internet. My name is William Henry Perkin, and you can find me at Schmander Art everywhere on the internet. <laughs> Primarily TikTok and Instagram, though. And if you want to buy any of my artwork, you can check it out at schmaderart.com. Well, with that, we've come to the end of the podcast. Sometimes we were serious, and sometimes it was just tomfoolery. Shout out to famed 16th century court jester Tom Fool. But that's just what you get when two friends who met because of a shared love of making things and a bare ass hang out together. Your Art Friends is a Moorpark Media production. Our music is by Andrew Smith. You can listen to his music on Spotify and iTunes under the name Makeshift Radio. 